Greek mythology train. This is on a research podcast. Steven Soul Train. Grab your fucking togas and get on that Greek mythology plane. Yeah. Train. Plane train. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on. Get on your fucking house of houses. Get on your Trojan horse and fucking go the other way. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not and part get, of the. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Alright, so let's go. We went through Hephaestus and uh, Dionysus uh, on our last Greek episode. Let's go through a couple, two more dude, uh, Greek gods. That's our new series. Uh, and then uh, we'll figure out something else. The Greek god hour. Okay, well, who's the first one? The sun god, Apollo. Uh, okay. Do you know the mythology of Apollo? Yeah, he, he rides his Rocky in Rocky 1. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you dumb bastard. Uh, oh, I no. thought I knew. So Apollo, his mythology was he's the sun god. And he every morning he gets on his chariot and carries the sun over the sky. Oh. So he's the one that brings the sun into the world. Who the fuck comes up with these stories, dude? People, humans, we do. He's like, I can carry it because I'm... Is he made of fire? He's just super... He just carries a big ass sun. Yeah, just I'm just gonna bring the sun over. Don't uh, worry, you dumb ass humans. I got nothing better to do. So like, if this, ah, never mind. Just, I'm probably thinking too much on it. Okay, what else does he do? Okay, Apollo was the god of music, prophecy, healing, and the plague, and was often called Phobos Apollo, meaning bright, and comes from his grandmother, the Titan Phoebe. He was also the twin brother to the goddess Artemis. We'll probably do her next. She's the goddess of the hunt. Their mother was the Titan Leto, and the story of their birth is dramatic. Though he was not of one of the original Olympians who defeated the Titans, Apollo was one of the most important and famous of the Greek gods. Together, he and his sister were in charge of protecting the children of the realms. He was in charge of protecting the boys, while Artemis was charged of protecting of the girls. I understand now, uh, Apollo has lifted his skirt today, brother. That means it's a sunny day, right? <laughs> yeah. Sick. Apollo's role in the world was wide-ranging. As the god of music, he was associated with the nine muses and was often shown carrying a lyre, which is kind of a harp-type thing. Oh, so he's also the god of music? Yeah. Didn't you not just... I just yeah, said that. the sun. Apollo was the god of music. And music. <laughs> and the sun. Why? Why? He's the sun god. Well, I and music. Know. Yeah. He just, Pick one. Like, he, he the, all these gods and companies, all these different things that they're gods of. And they have to make sure that you have to, if you want to. So I can perform. be god of more than one thing? Yeah. I can? You can't. The god of <laughs> the, podcast. The god of not paying the attention, god, apparently. The god, of, the god of side quests. <laughs> yeah. like, I literally just said he, he was the god of music. I was on a slightly, I was on a tiny quest, brother. Okay. And I came well, back. Well, pay attention. <laughs> Well, I'm like finish that bang up, get some energy, like like brighten your mind. Uh, you need to probably ju- gonna get you know, me more jilted on you more need, side like, quests. Mind, focus your mind balls. But who's this the god of mind focusing? This is a uh, mind fuel. This doesn't have mind fuel. Maybe that's unicorn. Right. That's a mythical figure. What? what? God of unicorns. <laughs> All right. As the god of music, he was associated with the nine muses. Blah blah blah. So Apollo is also the god of prophecy. So the famous oracle of Delphi was dedicated to him. The oracle of Delphi is the one that, and you ever watch that movie 300? I bet you big guys did. 300? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes uh, 301 Dalmatians? <laughs> and he goes consult when uh, Leonidas goes and consults the Oh, the weirdos oracle. at the top of the fucking mountain? That's the oracle of Delphi. 
So he has to get her blessing before he can go before to battle, war. Before he can go battle the Persians, and then like the people that were like in charge of her were corrupted and told him not to. But anyway, I digress. That was also that, that's also Greek mythology. It was believed that Pythia, the woman through which the oracle acted, was speaking the words of Apollo himself. The ancient Greeks, both in reality and mythology, would travel miles and miles to visit the oracle and ask her questions. In mythology, the running theme of the oracle's prophecies of humans trying to avoid the fate of foretold by the oracle, and in doing so, inadvertently bringing about that exact fate. So as soon as like you, she tells you what her fate, your fate's going to be, and you try to defy it, the more you try to defy it, the more you actually make it more likely to happen. Uh, so like, hey, it's like, dude, if you go on that boat, you're gonna die. You're not gonna die, but as soon as you end that journey on that boat and you get off that boat, someone's gonna stab you in the dick like twelve times. It's like, oh shit, I better not get on a boat. But at some point, you're gonna fuck up, and you're gonna get stabbed in the dick twelve times. Did I say ten times or twelve times? Twelve times. <laughs> so no matter what, you're getting stabbed in the dick. Yeah, no matter what, it's been yeah. prophesied that you're gonna get stabbed in the dick. But you think the prophecy is not to get on the boat? The real prophecy is that you're gonna get stabbed in the dick. Son. No matter what. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what you do, and you do all these things. It's like a Final Destination. Oh uh, yeah. So it's like, even if you, what if you, even if you cut off your own dick, that dick is still getting stabbed till twelve times. Yeah. Times. You, some kids in the street find your dick because you chopped it off because you, you don't want like someone else. You can't, to... can't escape. This it. is how it works. Say you cut cut off your dick, right? Because the Oracle of Delphi, speaking through Apollo, the god, says, don't do this or your dick's going to get stabbed. <laughs> as soon as you get off that boat, your dick's going to get stabbed 12 times, right? It's like, fuck that. I'm going to chop off my dick, get on the boat, and yeah. then you throw your dick to the side and it's like some kids find it and they start stabbing it like, oh, with a stick. It's like, yeah. So the prophecy is fulfilled and now you still have no dick. And then your friends will be like, where's your dick at, homie? Like, no, where's I got, your dick at? I cut it off and these fucking kids on the street just stabbed it 12 times. That's why you never defied the prophecy. But God is like, yeah, touche. <laughs> uh, okay. Apollo was in charge of medicine, which he bestowed upon the minor god Asclepius, the god of medicine, and his daughter Hydria. <laughs> yeah, Wait, did they say that name again? Yeah. I like that. Asclepius. 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 Uh, Hyacinesis was a young prince of Sparta, grandson of the founder of Sparta himself. He was powerful and important, and he was beautiful. Hyacinthus was so beautiful that both the god Apollo and the god of the West Wind, Zypher, fell completely in love with him. Whoa. Also, Apollo was known to be very handsome, one of the more handsome gods. Whoa. So, Hyacinthus, though, favored Apollo, and the two often spent time together. Well, on one of these visits, the couple set out to play a game of discus, which is just physical. Frisbee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, according to the Roman poet Ovid, in order to play properly, they first had to strip naked and anoint themselves Whoa. in the finest of oils. This is Damn, getting kind of sexy. Dude. The game quickly became competitive, and they decided to see who could throw the discus the farthest. Apollo threw the discus first. He was a god, so his throw was obviously impressive. That shit went far as book. The discus flew fast and far, and uh, Hyacinthus ran to meet it, eager to catch it and show off his own skills by throwing it back to Apollo. But Zephyr, the west wind, having been watching them and was jealous of all the attention Apollo was getting from uh, Hyacinthus, uh, couldn't bear to let him also have the man they both loved. While the discus was flying and Hyacinthus was running to catch it, Zephyr caused the wind to pick up and the wind threw the discus off course, and it hit Hyacinthus in the head. 
Bam! <laughs> he fell to the ground and was motionless. Oh. <laughs> Apollo rushed to his beloved Hythensis as he laid on the ground. But when he reached him, he was clearly too late. He was dead, blood gushing from the wound in Hans's head, and the God. life was already beginning Damn. to drain from his hands. Apollo, in his grief, caused the blood on the grass to transform into deep purple flowers. On the, onto the petals of these new flowers, Apollo inscribed the words, I, I, as the sound of grief. Damn, they were like, how much you want to bet I can do a discus over them mountains over there? In the later Greek mythology, Apollo became uh, tied in with the titan Helios, the god of the sun. That's why even now he's often shown driving the chariot that pulled the sun across the sky every day. Originally, in original Greek mythology, this was the job of Helios, but the characters of mythology uh, started to entwine over the generation, and Apollo was eventually given the role as the sun god. Damn. So every time I'm like, I have to pray to uh, Apollo to have like a good show at the concert. Yeah. Apollo. By the grace of Apollo, may we play these chords properly. Hell yeah. Bless me with your knowledge of music. So I can play my lute swiftly. <laughs> and only play the most beautiful <laughs> yeah, notes of melodies. That make the women moist and wanting. Soothe thy ear with my lute. Yeah. And right. the men rambunctious with their anxiousness. <laughs> yeah. Make them gallop in circles in front of me. Alright, so now we talked about Apollo. Let's talk about his twin sister, Artemis. Artemis. I always thought that was a... Goddess of the hunt. A dude name. Artemis. Ah, uh, well... It could be Greek. both, I guess. It could be both, yeah. maybe. Artemis. 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 How long has it been since I'd seen you without your dick, Artemis? <laughs> Where's your dick at, homie? <laughs> Thou shalt cut it off, and it will stab it by twelve children on the street. <laughs> As poor... poor Prophesied <laughs> by the Oracle of Delphi. Children will be children, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you foolish Artemis. <laughs> the fates have played you again. Drink with me. Drink with <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, yes, I shall. I shall drink. Because I have no drink. Wine cooler for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, we just want to ask you a tangent. Uh, Artemis was the twin sister of the god Apollo, and she was the goddess of the hunt and wilderness. Artist is pretty badass. I like. She's one of my favorites. She sounds hot, dude. She have a, <laughs> she what is it? Just like her name. You know what she, I just imagine a babe with a bow, dude. Oh yeah, that's how she's always been. Like in all of the Greek uh, artistry, that's how she's portrayed oh, as I fucking a bow. knew it, dude. Artemis was born to Leto. Once Leto had finally found a place where she could safely give birth, we'll talk about Leto. There's a prophecy about her. Once. Leto had given birth to Artemis. The newly born goddess helped her mother through the labor of her own twin brother Apollo and therefore became associated with childbirth. So now she was the goddess of, that you play for when you're giving birth in Greek mythology. The goddess Ooh. also acted as the protectress of young girls as her brother did for the boys. So if you needed, like, if you wanted, like, you're going to send your, your daughter off to do something, you pray to Artemis for uh. good fortune. Uh, Artemis was famous for being a virgin goddess, shunning almost all contact with and attention of men. Um, even the priestesses of Artemis' temples were bound to remain unmarried virgins, like the goddess. There's a few stories where people try to seduce her. I think Zeus even tried to seduce her when he got fucked uh, up. The old dog Yeah, Zeus. the old dog Zeus. Like, I need that. And she's like, no, <laughs> you need it, but you ain't going to get it, I son. And she fucks him up. There's a weird <laughs> Greek story I remember reading that 
Zeus tries to seduce her and he like tried to trick her and he's like, nope, I'm too smart for your bitch ass. That's I'm awesome. just going to send an arrow right through your balls. Why is Zeus so goddamn horny, dude? <laughs> he needs... He god needs, of horniness. Yeah, he is the god of horniness. God of lust. Uh, so then, uh, if you ever wanted to be a priestess of Artemis, you would take a vow of celibacy and you would remain a virgin. And every time, like, say you had roaring states and they would... One had a temple of Artemis, the and your city is getting attacked. All the Go soldiers, ahead. if your if your city is losing, all your all the soldiers would automatically attack the temples Damn. to try to take all the priestesses. And like the Artemis oh, ones, was like fucked. That was an extra. Wasn't that in Troy? Yeah. Was that her name, Artemis? No, no, huh? something else. Damn, that sucks. That is not baller, bro. No, like the like ancient times was fucking brutal, bro. Uh, she was known to spend her time with a group of nymphs, and together they would hunt and wander the forest, bathe in the rivers and lakes, and generally revel in the outdoors. Artemis' weapon of choice was obviously a bow and arrow, which she was incredibly skilled at. No one could outmatch her in the, in the prowess of archery. Artemis was typically shown dressed for hunting. She wore a short dress, carried her bow and arrow, and had animal pelts draped over her shoulders. She often rode in a chariot pulled by deer, galloping through the forest with her nymph entourage. So she was just like a baller out in the woods, just fucking. She's just all cool. fucking all sexy, killing things. <laughs> <laughs> you can't and, have this, son. And an act quite out of character for Artemis, she required a human sacrifice by the Greeks before she could travel to the Trojan War. Agamemnon, the leader of the Greeks, as they prepared to sail to war, had angered Artemis. In order to please her, he sacrificed his own daughter, Iphigenia. And one of the only instances of human sacrifices to the gods. So if you get on Artemis' bad side, she's going to demand a human sacrifice. Whoa. And like she, I guess she's the only god that ever did that. Whoa. Still hot? Get you, get you with, their arrow, with her arrow. All right, here's a story about... Uh, Pretty hot still. <laughs> Callisto was the daughter of the king named Lycaon and was one of the women who regularly accompanied the goddess Artemis on hunting trips. Because she was devoted to Artemis, Callisto had taken a vow of chastity and intended to remain unmarried virgin. The two were very close friends, spent much time together among the wild beasts of the forest. Tragically, one of these trips into the forest, Callisto was noticed by Artemis' father, the king of the gods, Zeus. Zeus decided that he, quote-unquote, loved Callisto and that he must have her. Callisto, having vowed to remain a virgin, had no desire to ruin her friendship with Artemis, not to be with Zeus in the first place. But Zeus wasn't concerned with such things like that, and he consulted Callisto. And in order, in order to do it, he, trans, he transformed himself into Artemis, so Callisto believed she Whoa. was safe. Zeus was really a fucking asshole. Dude, he sounds like the fucking worst, dude. Yeah, so he basically... Big, horny, bearded yeah. man, dude, just trying to fuck everyone. God. Yo, he gets it in the end. So for some time, Callisto tried to hide Zeus's assault from her friend, pretending nothing had happened. She was hurt and ashamed at what Zeus had done to her. Eventually, though, it became clear that she was pregnant with Zeus's child. Zeus's wife's Hera eventually found out the secret and transformed Callisto into a bear. What? It's not her fault that fucking, like, Zeus went and fucking fucked her up. That's Zeus's fault. Why is Hera mad at... Hera gets mad at the women, which is always the weird That's thing about... That's kind of the thing, in, and even in real mythology. life, yeah, dude. It's like, it's like I cheated... Your boyfriend cheated on you with me. We're like, why like, are you? fucking bitch! You fucking bitch! And I, I didn't! He never <laughs> told me he had a girlfriend! Yeah. You could, should've fucking known! I know, and the husband is just... I'm like, whoop? They're like, oh. Whoop? No, I'm like, both those chicks should fucking fuck, fuck him, him up. Fuck yeah. him up. 
stab him in the dick That's twelve a, times. Exactly. Um, Turn him into a bear. In the form of a bear, Callisto gave birth to her son by Zeus. He was born as a bear as well, named him Arcus. But Hera wasn't finished with horrific punishment on Callisto. One day, when Artemis was out hunting, Hera pointed out the bear to suggest it as the next target for Artemis's arrows. Uh, hunt, Artemis hunted the bear and killed Callisto because she had turned into a bear. So Hera Fuck, tricked Artemis into killing her best friend. Artemis, uh, when she realized what she had done, she immortalized Callisto by placing her among the stars as the constellation Callisto the Bear, or Ursa Major. At some point, Arcus, Callisto's son, was also placed in the stars as Ursa Minor. So now they're constellations. That's fucked up, dude. Just this isn't telling bear. the story of where Artemis actually does fuck up Zeus in one of these stories. I can't remember it offhand, but I'll have to maybe I'll She'll look into it. She'll fuck him up good or what? Yeah. Shoots an arrow in his dick. Hell, dude, that's... Damn, dude. These stories are fucking brutal, dude. That's Greek mythology, man. Get turned into a bear and then get, get shot. Imagine being trapped in a fucking animal body and you can't talk or nothing. You can't. So, like, well, that's how the Minotaur, because Zeus turned himself into a bull and then, like, had the queen yeah. of Thebes fuck the bull. Yeah. And <laughs> then she gave dude. birth to the Minotaur. What the, imagine <laughs> the little horns coming out of her. Fuck. Yeah, she had to pray to Artemis, because Artemis would have to make sure that baby came out safe. Because she's the god of childbirth. Oh, yeah, huh? God damn. Both Artemis' secret animals, the bear and the stag, are representative of the mortals she harmed in one way or another. The bear represents, of course, Callisto, uh, whose fate Artemis was guilty of. The bear and the stag comes from the hunter, Actaeon, who is told in his own story in this book. But we're not going to read that quite yet. All right, that's what we got. We got Hephaestus and Dionysus, the god of metal and the god of wine. The god of music and the god of fucking the hunt. Those are some fucking cool ass gods, if you ask me. Man. Yeah, dude, I like the god of music, Apollo, and Artemis. Artemis, dude, we need to bring back these names, dude. If I have a kid, he's gonna get a Greek name, Greek mythology name. Hephaestus. Something tight. <laughs> no, dude. Dionysus. Dionysus. Dion's still a name. Artemis. Like, you got like Dion Sanders. Artemis, dude. You just have to shorten them. Like all these names got fucking stolen over by the Romans when they conquered Greece. His name's gonna be uh, Kratos, dude. Romulus. Kratos, god of music and thunder <laughs> and Thor. <laughs> god of over Thor. Totally different Greek mythology. God god of Thor. Norse mythology. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that she. That's that shit confuses me. Anyway. Fucking... I mean, okay. So last time you were talking about Hela, which is Norse mythology, and you yeah. probably got that from Thor. See, yeah, and you were giving me shit. I about was giving it. you because I was saying. Hera, and I was saying that has nothing to do with Greek mythology. Hera and Hela, I thought they were like related or some shit. You know, like Thor and Kratos. Too many side quests, dude. Too many side quests. Anyway, dude, shout out. I want to do a shout out to J.L. Schroeder's, dude. Uh, if you guys want some wood stuff built, maybe he can build you a big Greek horse. Oh, dude, that would be tight. Would like to have like an end table and like the legs are shaped like Pegasuses? Yeah, dude. Pegasus. And then he has on the top, it's like an Artemis with her bow. Like yeah, dude. He can do all that shit. Kind of all carve. He can carve that shit up on the side. J.L. Schroeder on Instagram. Have them start doing like a. Start doing Greek, it. Greek mythology inspired uh, woodworking. Yeah, woodworking and shit like that. That'd be sick. That would be sick. A chess piece, a chess board with Greek mythology things. Who would be the pawn? I'd say Cupid. 
Cupid would be pawn, and then I guess Zeus is the fucking king. And then Hera would be queen. What if it? Who would Artemis be? Uh, uh, the bishops. The bishops. The knight uh, would be Ares. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I the like rook it. would be uh, probably Hephaestus. So maybe like we could the be ugliest like, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, maybe he could be pawns. No, wait, probably not. No. And then I can't think of like what good Poseidon would do on a chessboard. Poseidon. Gotta see. Oh yeah. Well, the board itself is Poseidon. Yeah, yeah, you guys are <laughs> playing in water. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. Shout out to all the fam out there. Hope you're enjoying Greek mythology. You're learning yourself something. Yeah, yeah. You dumbass bitches don't know shit. People love this our, shit. Uh, school system and whatever. People love this shit. Play the or never mind. Play the clip. <laughs>